0: Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, author, speaker, blogger, and host of the Soul H2O Radio and podcast show, your on-air ladies Bible study event. This is the show that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. This week, my intention is to wake you up to your spiritual authority, destiny, and identity because you are amazing. To help, I've brought on pastor, author, and global leader, Dr. Venner Alston on the show for a spirited discussion that my producer Mike feels is the best interview yet. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode number 97, Armed and Dangerous. Get ready for a power-packed half hour that could change your life. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can even use them for your personal devotions and find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 97, along with information about our guest. Get ready to dive in for today's soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. It's been a crazy two years, and they just seem to keep getting crazier. We've had a pandemic, locust plagues, racial injustice revelations, marches, protests. And then on February 4th, 2022, Russia invaded Ukraine. We've been watching the horrors of war on our televisions and with our phones providing constant updates on every new development as they occur. Never before has the world been able to watch a war in real time. It's been heartbreaking, especially since I have Ukrainian friends like Lena Sebula from episodes 23 and 26, who told of the difficulties faced in her country. Incredibly commendable to me are the Ukrainian people. So strong and resilient, many being shown in the media who are just regular civilians like you and me, business owners, young adults, doctors, grocery store clerks, answering the call by their president, Vladimir Zelensky, to take up arms with the announcement that the government will issue weapons to every citizen who wants to defend Ukraine. A New York Times Post article told the story of Olena Sokolen, a business manager who joined the territorial defense and picked up her rifle to defend the Capitol. Her words challenged me as I read what she said. When I heard the explosions, I decided that I am ready. I am adult woman. I am healthy. And it's my responsibility. Wow. I've been awestruck at the couples who've married and entered into the fight. Yarnia said, we wanted to get married on the 6th of May, but the war has started and we changed our decisions and our plans. We wanted to be together, to help each other, to care about each other and to cover each other's back. They spent their wedding night together and joined the Ukrainian Defense Force the next morning with no military training. Now that's passionate Romeo and Juliet kind of love for each other and their country. Another Ukrainian couple, Lesia and Valeri, tied the knot after being together for over 20 years near a checkpoint on the outskirts of Kiev amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine, while their 18-year-old daughter watched the ceremony on a video call. Lesia amazed me when she said, we decided, who knows what will happen tomorrow? We should get married in front of the state, in front of God. Her brother-in-arms and commander decided to set it up as nice as they could, with Lesia carrying flowers and wearing a white veil, along with her army fatigues. The makeshift bridal party held white roses along with their military rifles, reminding me of how Nehemiah and the army rebuilt the wall with tools in one hand and a sword to defend themselves in the other. Lesia declared that despite everything, we believe in the future and life is going on. We are determined to push back the enemy and take back our lands and win. Reading and watching their stories, I couldn't help be reminded that we're in a war for our faith. The call of President Zelensky reminds me of Paul's call to believers in Ephesians 6 to dress in our spiritual battle fatigues, put on our supernatural safety equipment and annihilate the enemy. As a Christian, you're not called to battle with guns, but you are commanded like the people of Ukraine to fight for your authority, destiny and identity with heaven's arsenal, doing battle in heavenly realms. Second Corinthians 10, three to four says, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. The enemy of your soul doesn't have a good plan for you, unless it's temporary and can benefit him to bring down others. As God spoke through the prophet Jeremiah, God's plans for your life are good. They aren't always easy, but he's working to bring all things together for your good. So If they're not good right now, just know that God's not done his work in you. Even as a civilian, you've been given the right equipment and ammo to demolish what comes against you. Keep fighting the good fight for your faith and never forget that you are armed and dangerous to the enemy. Trouble finding time to grow in your faith? Take your joy everywhere. Download the My Joy Radio app today and be ready to reconnect to all of your favorite ministries. Plus, 24 7 access to the Joy Radio live stream means you're never more than a few swipes away from an uplifting word or song. It's never been easier to create time for your faith. The My Joy Radio app, uplifting music, life changing ministry, and more. Available now. All the way from Wisconsin. This lady travels worldwide communicating hope, offering kingdom solutions to help others. Venner is committed to equipping believers across the globe to do the work of the ministry through the schools of the prophets. She's founder and apostle of the Global Leadership University, as well as the Global Outreach Ministries and Training Center. She's also the founder of the Exceptional Women Mentoring Group. Venner, I'm so glad to have you on the show today. Thanks for joining us
1: thank you so much for hosting me today
0: oh it is my pleasure and you know one of the things that wasn't mentioned in your bio that I was sent but I saw on your website that made me feel kind of a deeper connection with you is that we are both (laughs) John Maxwell team members Wow (laughs) that is great that is really great oh
1: was it like a lifetime goal for you like it was for me It was a a goal. I don't know if I could categorize it for me as a lifetime goal. It was a goal that was necessary for me in pursuit of the destiny that God has for me. So, Mm. yeah, I I went through uh, John Maxwell's program, several coaching programs, actually, and um, I didn't fully see how uh, the Lord would use it, but I do see now I'm doing some work in Ghana and part of that is mentorship uh, with university students. So I absolutely see how God is using that beyond just having my own uh, personal coaching practice.
0: Yeah, I've learned so much from the coaching mm-hmm. programs in John Maxwell and all the teaching and, and speaking things. So, yeah, amazing. Maybe one time we'll see each other at a conference there. But uh, yes,
1: I can yes, see. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah. I can see through your book, you are a woman of the word. Your book has a lot of scripture included in it. So I'd love for you to share a Bible study tool or tip, something that you use in your day-to-day life that helps you get into God's word.
1: I, that's, that's a very good question. One of the things I do is um, I start to read. Uh, I, I make a distinction. Let me say it this way. I distinguish between uh, reading and study. And so Mm -hmm. if I'm reading, when I get up in the morning, I'm going to open up my device and read something that is on my heart when I wake up that morning. Uh, So that's one of the things that I do. I pay attention to what is on my heart when I woke up this morning and I will just listen for the voice of God and let him direct me uh, to um, a passage that he wants me to read. If I wake up in the middle of the night, I look at what time it is. And I will find a Bible verse that fits in with that time frame and I'll read it. Because if I'm awake in the middle of the night, there's a reason that I'm awake. So if I wake up at let's say three forty one, I will most likely read Psalm thirty four and one. I might mm. so that's sort of what I do. So read consistently and listen to the voice of the Lord when you're reading and he will direct that.
0: I love that. I'm going to implement this. I have girls that write in and they talk about how they implement these Bible study tools and tips that authors and speakers share. That is something Mm -hmm. that I'm going to implement because I know at Mm -hmm. times I feel I sense that the Holy Spirit wakes me up in the middle of the night and I'll go and pray. But or I'll Mm -hmm. read my Bible, but to say, okay, what time is it? Because sometimes I'll notice the time. So I'm going to implement that one. That's great. Now, I also get our guests to share a favorite Bible verse or one that's speaking to them lately. Is there one that you could share with us?
1: One of the key uh, scriptures that I use, I've noticed that I use it a lot in, t- in teaching. I use it a lot. Uh, even when I write, I usually have this verse. I've written several books and I use this verse. So here we go. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses three through five. For although we live in the natural realm. We don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide, we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. Ooh,
0: I love that translation. What translation is that?
1: that's the passion translation
0: i i thought maybe that is so good and i love how reading from a different translation can bring out nuances in a scripture um that really kind of hit it home and i find the passion translation is good at that where it kind of puts it in words that we maybe connect with a little more today um such a powerful portion of scripture to for us to understand the anointing the authority that we have as believers that we can demolish arguments and wow I love that in the passion translation um
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
0: I I love in your book, part three of your book, and we're kind of going to the end, we're talking about the end before the beginning, but that's okay, because it so goes along okay. with this verse. And so this section is called Armed and Dangerous. And now some mm-hmm. people might think, oh, my goodness, what are they talking about? Are like, are you talking about, you know, we we get some guns and and things like that? And. And I don't think that's what you're talking about
1: here, is it? No, that's not what I'm talking about. Armed and dangerous. Ephesians 6 talks to us a lot about the weapons of our warfare. And, um, he, you know, we have the gospel shoes, we have the helmet, we have our, we have the shield of faith, we have the sword of the Spirit, our loins are girt about with truth. You know, so uh, the, when Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus, he talked to them about their weaponry. And in this book, as I was just meditating over how uh, God wanted me to convey the truth, I actually began to see the gifts of the Spirit as part of... our arsenal. So Mm -hmm. when we understand that there is a war between two kingdoms, the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness, we then must understand that God has given us a supernatural arsenal to defeat a spiritual enemy.
0: I love it. My friend said, if they have skin on, they're not the enemy. You know, that we understand yeah. we are in a spiritual war and we don't use physical mm-hmm. weapons. Our arsenal, our spiritual gifts. I love how you bring that out. We're going to have to take a quick break, but come back with us to hear more from Venner Alston.
1: I'm Venner Alston from episode 97. And my music pick for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is E6 by Evie McKinney.
0: So I gotta suit up, suit up, because you ain't gonna let us, I'm gonna fall, suit up, suit up. Revive our hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth is committed to calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness in Christ. As the author of over 20 books and leader of the True Woman Movement, Nancy has dedicated her life to introducing and guiding women through biblical womanhood. Revive our hearts with Nancy Demoss Waldemuth weekdays at 11:30 a.m. right here on Joy, hometown Christian radio for the GTA. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back here with Venner Alston, pastor, author, and speaker, discussing her latest book, Next Level Believers, Advanced Strategies for Godly Kingdom Influence. Venner, what do you mean by a next level believer?
1: I believe that, and the scripture bears us out, that the kingdom is forward moving that uh, it's not a stationary kingdom for the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God and uh, of his Christ. And then he also declares that the whole earth, will be filled with his glory. So that means that there's a responsibility to advance the, the mandate of heaven. And so from season to season, um, I believe that there are higher and deeper realms that God calls us into in order that we might fulfill his purpose. Uh, another way to look at this is if you look at Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, uh, going back to chapter 1 of Revelation, John says this. He said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And in that place, tremendous revelation started unfolding for him. But then when you look at Revelation chapter uh, four, verse one, he said, I heard a voice and he gives a description of the voice. And he said, I was told, come up here. Mm. So even though he was already in the spirit on the Lord's day, in chapter four, he is told, come up here. Here, Which implies there was another level, there was another place of ascension that John needed to make in order to see and receive the next uh, level of revelation, the next chapter of revelation that God was wanting to give to him.
0: Venner, I love that because no matter if someone's listening to this and, and they're a baby Christian or maybe they're even a, a pre Christian, if you want to call it, they haven't really yet made that decision for Christ. But there's you know going to be people listening at all different levels, but no matter where we are in our walk with Christ there's always a next level that we can get to. God is always calling us up higher to that next level. And I I can see through your book, you are calling us into a more intimate relationship with God and to to go up and you're challenging us in your book to to make that step. So what are some practical ways that we can, as believers, really get to the next level?
1: I, I talk a lot about prayer. Prayer is a key to—prayer um, it, it, is intimate intimate communication with God, right? And prayer mm-hmm. is also uh, an instrument of, of conversation, if you will, an intimate conversation that we have with God during which we are transformed. So I, I liken prayer to being the key to transformation of our everyday walking around— Experience in the earth, so next level living always requires that we we have a consistent prayer life, and uh, that doesn't mean that you live your entire life on your knees and you never pay attention <laughs> to any of the practical things that are in your life right We do those yeah. things and yet we cultivate prayer. I'm working on my job and I'm praying. So prayer is a key. Worship is a key. I I, I really believe that from season to season, uh, God calls us into deeper uh, realms of worship and intimacy uh, with Him. This is where we begin to know God. We, we, we mm-hmm. know Him. We learn about Him through His Word. But in experiencing Him in prayer and in worship, those are two of the powerful avenues News that help us to keep moving forward in the kingdom and understanding. Uh, God's mandate and who we are in that mandate. And uh, the final thing I'll say about that is this. Um, I always encourage people, don't get under conviction or condemnation uh, because maybe you perceive your prayer life is not like someone else's. It may, may be inconsistent. I say to you that today is another day to begin again. You can always begin again building a strong life of prayer, and that's how you find your life shifting from level to level. In the kingdom.
0: I love it. I'm so thankful that you didn't just give us a formula like go to church two times a week, read your Bible five times a week, or, you know, there's not a checklist. Mm-mm it is all about Mm -mm. relationship and it is really what you're saying here and in your book it's spending that time with the lord and i think when we're spending time in prayer which is supposed to be a two-way conversation like you mentioned at the beginning Mm -hmm. listening to him and also Mm -hmm. you know in worship it's kind of hard for our brains when we're worshiping to be thinking about other things i i find it's you know it 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 can get rid of some of the distractions when we're worshiping and and really put our focus on Christ. So I love that, that you pointed out relational things. That's how we get to the next level. It's growing in that relationship with Christ. In your book, you also talk about how um, there's this connection to someone's spiritual anointing and their identity. Can you explain that for just a bit?
1: Yes, I believe that when we look at any human life, God purposed that life. There's, so there's purpose, there's identity, and there's destiny. Uh Purpose speaks to why. Why was I created? Why did God create me with the temperament, with everything that makes me me what did God have in mind he had something in mind that's purpose that's my that's my why and my identity is my who my identity is anchored in my identity in Christ so Mm -hmm. understanding who I am and why I am are two important keys if we're going to live the destiny and especially if we we will walk in the revelation of what it means to be a next level believer and And thirdly, destiny is the manifestation of that. So when I understand my why, when I understand my who, it brings me to the what of my life. Whether that's a mom uh, uh, raising her children, uh, your stay-at-home mom, or whether you are CEO in the boardroom, we all have purpose, identity, and destiny. And that's connected to the reason that God created us in the beginning.
0: I love it. And, and that is so true that when we understand those things, it does really bolster our identity in Christ that we understand, mm-hmm. you know, what he's created us for. It gives you that purpose that you're talking about. And then that, fill, you know, flows out into how we can impact the world with Christ's kingdom mm-hmm. work and, and that we can impact the world for Christ. I love mm-hmm. your book. I love how you're sharing these great nuggets that will help people to actually walk in that that identity that they have been called to. So, Venner, thank you so much for being with us today on the show.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Today, I challenge you to read through Ephesians 6 so you don't cower at the struggles in life, but walk confidently, understanding your God-given authority, destiny, and identity in Christ. You are an overcomer, being called up to a new level. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 97 armed and dangerous. Make sure to check out the show notes for deeper insights, information about our guest Venner, and all she's doing to help believers reach their next level in faith at soulh 2 slash 97. I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family. Come back next week for an amazing interview with Abby Johnson, author of the book and movie unplanned as she shares about the incredible mercy of God. Until then praying you stay blessed and refreshed we appreciate your support to help soul h2o ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this joy radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed thanks for listening to the soul h2o podcast from joy radio in toronto Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.